And we're joined now by Jerry Hill. Jerry, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, Tommy. Just got just got another nap in, so I'm I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Garrett, I said I woke him up earlier today. I mean, you know, it's crack of one o'clock, but you know, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, some of us start our days at different times. You know, <laughs> some of us don't start, but you know, some it's... of us some of us just take breaks every once in a while. How about that? Yeah. Hey, yeah. And so I mean, you know, I was looking at some of the things that are going to go on Saturday. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it mm-hmm. should be a fun day for Baylor football yeah. fans. Absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, when you think about it, Tommy, and, and I know we've talked about it before, but, you know, this didn't happen last year. Um, nothing was happening at this time last year um, in our world any, anyway. So, um, you know, just to have a spring game, uh, the green and gold game, and, and you know, have it over at McLean Stadium and stuff, man, what a cool thing. And they were able to get, you know, this will be the 15th practice day in. So, yeah, I think just the fact that they've gone the whole time and been able to get through it and fairly healthy, um, you know, I think it'll be fun being over there at McLean Stadium. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to one of the players the other day about that. You know, it's, it is different when you go over there. Um, you know, even the, you know, they were scrimmages, you know, they weren't like a green and gold game or anything, but those times when they go over there, it's fun. It's, it's, you know, you, your energy is lifted up when you go, you know, walk into that stadium and, and I think naturally so. So yeah, it'll be fun just to get that in and, uh, you know, it's being televised and, um, and all that. So yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, and we talked about it last weekend. I, you know, there, there's, there's just a little buzz about it when, when you're in the stadium. I thought, I thought there was a little buzz a Saturday and I know there was the previous Saturday when the sun was out and, you know, they were getting after it. And I mean, it was just kind of fun to be in the stadium. Yeah, I think there always is Tom. And I, I remember that, first year you know just you know being over there and being able to you know be in that stadium man what a cool thing and that and that was the first year but even now you know, like and for some of these guys they you know until this spring they haven't been in there so um you know i think that is a really big deal for these guys and and uh you know certainly for guys trying to kind of earn their way or earn their spot um this is a big thing for them to you know, kind of show the coaches what they've got. So I think you'll see a little bit of that. And, um, you know, again, I think it'll be a fun day, but I think you'll have some guys that they'll ratchet it up a little bit because they're inside the stadium and they got a chance. This is really, as far as the spring, their last chance to show the coaches, hey, look who I am. You know, look, this is what I can do. So I I think you'll see some of that on Saturday. What are you looking for? And what do you think Dave, more importantly, what do you think Dave Aranda's looking for out of this, uh, out of this green and gold game? Probably the number one thing would be healthy. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. You know, he's looking for, and and seriously, I think he's looking to just finish up this spring without, you know, any serious injuries. Um, you know, so that would be number one, but I I think number two would be, you know, and he kind of mentioned it the other day, he wants them, he wants to see them be a team, um, and whatever that looks like. And, and it's gotta be in his eyes, not mine, but, um, you know, he wants them to be a team and, and, and be ready. You know, I, I think this is one of those kind of big steps in terms of getting ready for the fall. Um, you know, kind of a an audition or whatever. But I think this is that one last chance this spring anyway to be on the field and, and kind of see what guys got and, and you know, kind of look the part, I guess. 
Um, as far as me, um, you know, I'm just looking for um, some consistency maybe on both both sides. Um, it's hard when you've got guys in and out of the lineup. It's hard when you got injuries, but. You know, I, I want to see whoever steps in, you know, if it's in the offensive line, if it's at receiver, if it's at running back, I want to see them, you know, step up and do what they need to do um, just to make it look more consistent rather than, hey, if this guy comes in, you know you're going to have a drop-off. Hey, let's see if the third-team guy can be just as productive or at least, you know, look the part when he goes in. So that's kind of what I'm looking for, and, and I, it's always fun, Tom, just to – you know, kind of see different guys. You know, it was fun the other day, and I think John Werner said y'all may have gotten a text from uh, Glenn Moore uh, at, at one of the scrimmages. We did. Uh, <laughs> hey, are y'all there to interview Ty Moore? You know what? I, I watched practice the other day, and Ty was very involved. I was like, wait a minute, that's Ty Moore. <laughs> and he was out there, you know, um, practicing and, 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 you know, running with the first and second offense. So, uh, he's a guy that I think, you know, and he looks the part. That's the thing. I mean, you know, he's Glenn's son, so he needs to put on a little bit of weight. But uh, but guys like that, you know, I like to see, um, you know, maybe not the first teamers, not the starters, but I like to see other guys and kind of see what you've got with those guys. Jerry, what's the, the biggest improvement that you've noticed so far on the defensive side under year two with uh, Coach Roberts? Um, Garrett, I would say probably in the defensive line, just because it was such, uh, I, I don't know if the word would be mess, but they just, they, they didn't have the numbers and they certainly didn't have the experience. If you think back to what that 2019 defense looked, looked like, uh, with all those guys with James Lynch and Bravion Roy and James Lockhart, all those guys were gone. And now you're bringing in guys with basically no experience and really the only one um, and he he didn't even play the position that he came in for was William Bradley Keene. Uh, you know, obviously had a lot of experience, uh, you know, at his previous school at Arkansas State. But uh, he was actually brought in to be kind of that outside uh, linebacker spot and wound up having to play a lot of defensive end just out of need. So uh, I, I think what I've seen from the defensive line and particularly developing some depth, and that's that's probably at a lot of positions too, but particularly in that defensive line where – you know, a year ago or just in the fall, you know, you struggled at times to what two or three guys are we going to put out there to now where you, you can kind of roll some guys in and they're developing some depth and, and guys are starting to produce. So that's, to me, that's been the biggest thing. All the other spots were, you know, pretty experienced guys. I mean, they've got a lot of experience and depth at linebacker and certainly in the secondary, you've got a lot of the, you got all the guys back in the secondary and then some depth behind them. But I think that defensive line and the progress they've made throughout camp would probably be the biggest thing. On the offensive side of things, who do you who is going to emerge as the leader of the offensive line and what are they going to have to do to keep these young quarterbacks protected unlike they were able to do last year with Charlie Brewer? Yeah, I think the guy you have to look to is Connor Galvin. You know, he's a two, three-year starter at left tackle and He's got to be the, and I think he has been. He's been the guy that's kind of led that group. And and you know, Garrett, I think until you get to the fall and until you can kind of settle on five, it's going to be a hard thing to for those guys to really mesh. Um, those guys have to work together as one. And and right now, when you're you know rotating guys in and you're putting guys at different positions and and you're really experimenting a lot, you're not going to see that cohesion and and those guys really working together as one. So I think until you get to fall camp, 
and you see those guys really work together and kind of settle on five or maybe even seven or eight guys that you can that you feel comfortable rotating in. And right now they're they're also dealing with some injuries up front, but I think once you get those guys settled in, and there's enough guys now um, with with some of the guys that have either come in or um, you know have been here and redshirted, I think you've got enough of those guys now that they should be able to develop a much better line than what you've seen in the last three or four years. So I, I look for them to make a big jump in that area, and obviously that's you know, and Coach Aranda has talked about it that. Um, that they want to build from the offensive and defensive lines and have everything be those guys be dominant. Obviously, they're not there yet, but uh, that's that's going to be that's where they would take that next big step is if they can get that offensive line to be dominant, um, to be a group that, like you said, can protect those young quarterbacks because uh, you, you know what. Even with some depth there, what you don't want is one of those guys getting hurt and having to. You know, if if you've got a guy that's won the job, you don't want to go to number two right away. So I think that will be key is protecting those young quarterbacks. Uh, last thing I have for you, man, is how do you expect the running back position to be utilized under Coach Grimes? And can we expect this to probably be one of those running back by committee situations? I think it just depends. If if you see a guy really step up and kind of take it, um, Tresson Ebner is certainly capable of that because he's a guy that can – you know, obviously he's shown that he can catch the ball out of the backfield and all those things. I think he wants to be a guy that can run between the tackles and, and be more of a, you know, a tough runner. Um, if he can develop that, if he can become that, I think he's your guy because he's the, really the only one with that kind of experience. Um, you know, Abram Smith, is, is, they've taken a look at him some, and and uh, and he's certainly a guy that's kind of that downhill runner that, that you want there. So yeah, I think there will be some rotating, but I, I think he'd like to have a guy or maybe two guys. Um, but that's what he wants is a guy that's going to be a good downhill runner, not really a dancer. Um, and so I, I think, you know, Ebner certainly has the best chance and, and Abram Smith, uh, you know, whether he stays at linebacker or splits time between offense and defense, he's a guy that can be that downhill runner. And then a guy that's, not out there right now um, and may not fit this offense as well, but Craig Squirrel Williams is a guy that he certainly showed flashes last year. So you'd like to see him in that rotation as well. But, you know, he was coming off the injury. So um, I think he'll take a look at all those guys. And, and if he can have one guy that can, you know, kind of be become the dominant guy, I think he's going to go with him. Jerry, in this final thing for you here, as we, uh, exit spring and then we head into fall workouts when when do you think the the depth chart needs to be kind of solidified where people where roles are identified and people know where they stand going into you know you preparation for that first game well and that's the thing tom when you come back in the fall you're not really preparing for a game yet you're still trying to get that team together now a more veteran team you know one that's got guys returning at every position. Certainly you'd like to even start fall camp from there. But I think with this team, I I think ideally you'd like to be about two weeks out and have that, you know, depth chart pretty much established. Now it could be a deal where guys are competing in the season, but at least you'd like to have a good idea of what that depth chart looks like and, and what, you know, 22 guys you're counting on on each side, um, you know, two deep at least. Um, I think you want to have that a couple of weeks out where now you're into game week and you're preparing, you know, you're giving a little more reps and practice time to these guys 
So I think maybe two weeks out and probably about two weeks into camp, you'd like to have that pretty much established. Perfect. Hey, Jerry, thanks. We appreciate your time. And, and uh, I don't know if you need us to call and wake you up before uh, – because you, you've got the last segment on the pregame show with us. Hey, yeah, one one fifteen is always a good time to try to give me that wake-up call. Hey, what's, and, I'm, and I'm being serious. What time are we doing Saturday? You're in the last segment, so you're about 11.45. I should be awake by then. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> Jerry, thanks. Well, I'll, Talk- hey, I'll even be at the stadium by then. Well, you know, now, now you're really pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. See ya. That's Jerry Hill.